You're listening to Adam AirMD GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy. All right, what? Say what? I said, I gotta watch this bud right here. Like, I can't roll too big of a bud of this stuff. I don't really, like, smoking joints don't really do it for me. Hold on. There's an alarm going off. Hold on. Uh-oh, what kind of an alarm? It's the white alarm? White alert? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. I wonder what in the world inspired Glenn Benton to write a, to write a song about Jim Jones. Well, the guy was a homicidal maniac, right? Well, he was a sadistic Say it again. He was a sadistic dude. Yeah. I just don't get like how it seems like <coughs> more times often than not these people <coughs> they'll use like scripture of either of like the Christian context or the Muslim context or Buddhist or Hindu or whatever and sometimes be like these complete freaking whack jobs like this or on like a suicidal slash homicidal mission to just for no other reason out of pure absurdity to just the absurdity of evil right lead, lead people into damn lead people into oblivion well that is the point of of Satan right I mean as an entity and yep. that's what he directly worships so he he does become of the Abraham religion even though that would be his whole thing is to fucking destroy it, right? Yep. So it's kind of like, that's going to be what we're talking about tonight, guys. The artists, how fine line are they? Uh, the art between, uh, what it, how'd I put it? The art and the artist, yeah. you know? And a lot of time these artists that are in metal do not have favorable intentions towards humanity they take the shit seriously you know uh, Slayer was one of these bands that were actually family guys and fucking all this other shit they really weren't these fucking satanic motherfuckers uh, they were actually kind uh, dudes you know but then you got, you got guys like Glenn Benton who take this shit seriously. And they're like two different kinds of metalheads, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. We're, we're going to talk about that tonight with Jameside. Thanks for being back on the show, bro. I mean... Huh? I don't know, man. It cracks me up how some people... Like how we were talking yesterday about barbecue and stuff like that. Like, I mean, oh yeah, you gotta speak up just a little bit, dude. Like, it, like if you, yeah. if you look, like if you look on YouTube, like keep your phone, keep your uh, face to the phone. <laughs> well, I've got it like right at my. <laughs> Speak up about Marduk. What'd you say? But I mean, there's more than one or two interviews, like with the, the guy that, that started the band, Morgan Hawkinson. Like, where he clearly tells people, like, he clearly says, like, that's not like what the band is about. That's not what he's about. Like, it's not very hard to them to read the lyrics and and understand what they're talking about. And like, like how I was telling you yesterday, like. He says about, like, the songs that they made that are World War II themed. Like, it doesn't mean that they're glorifying what the Nazis did back then. They're just recounting history, like, in kind of like their own way. But, I mean. Kind of like the way Angel of Death would have done it. You know, I guess Angel of Death did that, right? With fucking. The Angel of Death was a fucking yeah, like, German fucking killing machine airplane. Yeah, he was a nut. Like I've got a, um, I've got a book in my room that I kept with me from when I was locked up about Joseph Mengele, and he was a, um, he was beyond sadistic. Like that guy, he had, he had the devil in him for real. A lot of these guys do, man. I you, mean, I guess it's just how far, how far does art 
transcend the artist. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. and that that's really what the show is about tonight. See, that's like people like that have tried like saying like in years past about Bathory about um, fourth or I don't know whatever I don't know what his real name is something Forsborg or something because he's from Sweden but <laughs> he clearly says in interviews like he did like the first three albums like the evil satanic stuff like to get attention and stuff like that but then the next three albums I mean Bloodfire, Death, Hammer, Heart and um, Twilight of the Gods I mean are classics too but I mean People just, I don't know. I think sometimes I wonder if people were just dropped whenever they were like, when they were kids. It's like, if you hear, I mean, if you just sit back and listen to some of the stuff that comes out of people's mouths, it's like, wow, like. For real, right? How long, how long did it take you to come to that general assumption? <laughs> <laughs> What's some of the more absurd shit you've heard, dude? Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man, like. That just kind of strikes you. Like about like people from that part of the world, like back, like, I guess you could say 2000 years ago now, like trying to say that like that there is like something racially motivated about the way those people live. Like, no, there wasn't like there's people like from back around those times, like from complete different parts of the world, like that probably like believed in racial pride but racial pride as long as it's not racial prejudice like there's a, a complete difference like and i don't know it's just like sometimes i wonder if people really sit around twiddling their fingers like sucking their fucking thumbs like just trying to find the dumbest thing to um to start a damn debate about and well it's the age of uh of uh, but but well, but hurt bullshit, you know, basically where people just want to, yeah, they want to run off on a tangent, yeah, and that's kind of how this whole thing started. Just to re- reiterate, me and my sister, who's black, Kim Jackson, she's on an episode called Wizard of Oz, and you guys can. I'm talking to the audience right now, dude. Oh, uh, it's all right. Uh, you guys can go back and listen to uh, the Wizard of Oz episode. Um, it's about six, seven episodes back. And I had a returning guest contact me and say that he wasn't going to be my friend anymore because L. Frank Baum is the guy who wrote Wizard of Oz. And my friend is Native American. I'm Native American. I'm Seminole. And Blackfoot. And he's Apache. And uh, he's Anton LaVey's nephew. And wow. and he he got all butthurt and was like, we can't be friends anymore because I put up the Wizard of Oz episode. Right off the bat, I knew what he was talking about. And let's just let's just clear the fucking air. L. Frank Baum had a personal life where he advocated, and it's not—it's not—it's beyond what you're talking about, dude. Because it even goes more—it's even more evil. And he advocated the genocide of Native Americans, referred to them as savages. When you grow up watching Wizard of Oz, you don't want to associate that shit with the Wizard of Oz, dude. It's pretty... Sometimes I wonder, like, watching movies, like, if there's some kind of, like, (laughs) hidden message, like, in the movie. I mean, like, the Wizard of Oz, like, I always kind of wonder, like, what are they really talking about, like, in this movie, like... Well, it just... (laughs) That's a good question. You know, especially when you know the background... And I, I told Steven, I was like, dude, that's some fussy ass shit coming at me the wrong way. I've known this motherfucker for like uh, 15 years. He told me after the last time I recorded him, he was scared of me. I was like, I don't really need friends that are scared of me, dude. You know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. people that I don't give a fuck about. The guy would be better off as a metalhead, but he's not, dude. He's He's... Just extravagant, dude. And people have these like, ideas in that kind of mode in this in this today's like, you know, 
look at this kind of shit. I told my sister, I was like, well, I'm half honky. So am I the bad guy for this shit or what, dude? And he's half white, too, because you know Anton LaVey's fucking shit was Ivory Coast. He's actually Anton LaVey's nephew? Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve Leva. You can go look it up, man. And I'm on a movie with him and H.R. Giger and uh, Genesis Peorge and a bunch of, uh, and almost the entire first church of Satan. And the movie's called uh, What is Art? The whole title is What is Art Inside the Mind of the Artist as They Speak the Truth. I don't know how close the truth it is. It sounds like 85, you know, people just randomly. I just opened up a piece of uh, art that I had. It was like a box that I made. Yeah. And I was like, and it had a real food stamp in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I had I had a like a sta- a food stamp from back in the day, bro, when they gave you bills. That's cool. And I I glued it into the uh, playset box, you know. And I and uh, I was like, see that that's fucking art. That's what I had to say about it. My whole part lasts about less than a minute. All I did was just stand there, open up my little box. HR Giger gets about you know twenty five minutes. Just as Peorge gets about 15 minutes. And it's the only place I uh, went to go with my girlfriend, who was Japanese at that time. And uh, we went to, uh, she was like Hawaiian and uh, Japanese. She was cool, whatever. And, you know, everybody was kind of looking at us all weird. We sat on one side of this theater. They sat on the other. (laughs) It was like totally segregated, weird. I, I was, well, I think we were afraid of them more. <laughs> okay. And, uh, and they were just kind of in this pack. And we just kind of sat there and were like, yeah, well, we might want to make out or something. So, you know, <laughs> um, you know, and, uh, right. I went to this open bar and, uh, they had fucking Colt 45 on tap, Jamie. Oh, Lord. oh my God. I was <laughs> Uh, no, I held it pretty well. I just had a, it was nothing short of Barney from the Simpsons. Like, just drink it to my vein. And it, you know, it was awesome. No, it was great. Yeah, it was great. It was fucking tremendous. But, you know, uh, and it was an honor to be in a movie specifically with Giger and a bunch of other people that have some kind of name. But, you know, it. but definitely Giger. That motherfucker's been a part of my whole life. I mean, dude, come on. Can I steer the conversation back towards the musical? Well, that well, let me finish because Giger was one of these guys who was in the black church. Oh wow! And he was a Satanist, and I was, you know, and I believe that he had those same kind of racial uh, feelings, you know, where. I don't know about the avocation of genocide and, and L. Frank Baum. Nobody really knows that about the guy who wrote The Wizard of Oz. Now that they do, will they start, you know, will they, will they even say anything about it? You know what I mean? Because it's such a fucking Turner, you know, classic by now. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. You know. Probably it, one of the biggest selling movies of all time. Right. If people knew how, if people actually gave a shit and knew that the guy advocated, not only, not just like what you're talking, what you're talking about, racial pride. I don't, I don't, I don't subscribe to, but I think it's okay that whatever race should be able to take pride in their own culture, and there's nothing wrong with that. But when it be- becomes this thing where it crosses these violent lines. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Not at all. That Well, that's Glenn Benton. In no way, shape, or form. That's Glenn Benton. Even though he's not black metal, he's death metal. It doesn't matter. He's still in that same mindset. You know what I mean? And, and he would, you know, he, he uh, his whole thing is towards not a race, but, um, you know, the sect his of thing, Christians. His thing, his thing, his thing is just- is against like Christianity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's specific. He's against it. Uh, He's been against it since he was a teenager. 
I'll end up playing a sample from that fucking uh, Glenn Benton versus Bob Larson, too. Side. That's what they dish out to their young fans. Instead of offering them hope for a bright future or help when they're hurting, they put blasphemy on trial. Which is another form of the word demon. And this was about what he believes is his evil spirit child. Evil seed injected, demon lord and master, Satan spawned the cockle demon. Cockle demon. He's an actor. <laughs> Come on. Stretching it a little, I can even understand why some people might get off on horror films. But this stuff, this isn't just gothic horror genre. This is Satanism. This is evil. And this is blasphemy. Blasphemy. You make me so sick. Fucking Denver. I am going to bash you so hard. You. You. Lord is going to spare no mercy on you, Larson. He is going to spare no mercy on you. He is going to tear your soul from this part of the universe to the other. You will be scattered like a dead animal on the side of the road. Glenn, did you hear the first part of the show today? There was a young man named John. I think, what I think about that, Larson, I think you're making me a lot of... What you're doing, because I'm coming out there, Larson, and I'm going to deal with now, you. Now, now, wait a minute, nobody I'm heard. I'm going to deal with you. Nobody heard what you said because you used a pad. Glenn, this guy busted a through tape. My Lord will spare no mercy or pity on you, Larson. Here, here's what this kid said, Glenn, with the CDs. I, I destroyed a couple of them here. You, you already destroyed a couple? Yeah. What did you smash? Oh, I smashed the deicide tape, and I loved it, you know. Glenn ain't nothing. Glenn Benton is nothing. <laughs> There's some interviews from like back in like the early 90s. Like, and I had these issues in this magazine called Pit Magazine that came out of Colorado Springs, like from a record store, like where he talked about like there was like an aunt of his that was like into black magic and like demonology and stuff like that, and like Luciferianism, and like, and that's what got him into it. Like, <laughs> but when he went and like stamped himself in the face like with a crucifix like an inverted crucifix like lord I figured he just took like a rusty butter knife and did it nah he, he, nah, he, he there's a cross like there's a crucifix that like that actually fits on his face like it won't fall off his face ah. like, <laughs> scar like it's crazy like <laughs> man no point, like, I don't have any room to talk because in 2004 like I um, you got it you didn't burn yourself, though. You tattooed yourself. Yeah, but I mean, still, like, I nailed him to my face, like, out of, like, pure hate. Like, I mean. Well, you know you know the symbol that's on your face, technically, where that comes from? You got the, you know it's an ancient room. That's obvious. Yeah. Uh, and, but it's actually, it actually is also, like, a, a broken inverted crucifix, like. Yep, and you know who's on it. Peter. And you know what Peter did, right? Uh, yeah, he denied Christ three times before the rooster grew. He didn't just deny him three times. But I don't know. I never understood why would fucking Christians and Catholics think this guy's a fucking saint after he denied him three times? Why? And. Peter is the one that started the Catholic Church. <clears throat> See, Peter was... Because supposedly, because supposedly, like, if his remains are truly there, like, he's buried somewhere under the catacombs, mm -hmm. like, the Vatican. Well, Square or something like that. the way that he went at it, Glenn Benton would have been friends with uh, Peter. <clears throat> because Glenn Benton was like... Or, I mean, Peter... <laughs> When Peter was hanging out with Glenn Benton, no. when when Peter, according to the Gnostic text, bro, which I believe in, that's the one I go by. 
Peter uh, lies in his parchment and says that Jesus jumped off the cross and, and laughed about it while the spongy substitute was up on the cross. That's fucking satanic. The reality was he did die on the fucking cross. And you know that because you believe the same way I do. And, yes, I do. And you know then that that was a reality, but you got to know also that Jesus left Mary Magdalene to be the first pope. And Peter killed her ass. And it's not necessarily documented. They had a couple history channel fucking... I'm, I'm echoing really bad in your uh, thing. I don't know what's going on, bro. You changed it or whatever. No, uh, I didn't do anything. I'm, I'm holding the phone. Um, but uh, Peter uh, had her killed. And uh, he... You know, Jesus had left the... There was an agreement. It wasn't even that he left Mary Magdalene to be that. They both knew that that was what needed to go down in natural order. All all the women needed to be popes. Uh-huh. And you wouldn't be having this fucking rape-ass fest inside the fucking uh, Catholic Church. I didn't know that. That's in the Gnostic text. And Glenn Benton knows what I'm talking about. He's heard this shit. He doesn't care. He, I would prefer it all destroyed. His four foot three ass, you know. But whatever, um, you know. <laughs> like the guy is is not intimidating, dude. It's just like, bro, you you're not intimidating, man. You're a good vocalist, and I'll give you credit as an artist. But the kind of uh, posterity that he's going for with like being this fearful guy. It's like my mom would bowl this fucking McNugget down a fucking seven ten split, yeah, and make a fucking spare. Okay, that's what would happen. It's like my mom would roll <laughs> fucking Glenn Benton like a ball, dude. <laughs> she would. Oh, man. oh, by the way, she made it through the hurricane. And I've been talking to her. We did the Hurricane Maggie show. I had a few people like kick down money. It was awesome. So thank you to anybody out there who's listening uh, who helped me help my mom. And uh, she got the funds, and uh, she's got electricity, and she's sitting in two air conditioners that I got her ass. So that's good. But they trash the place, you know. I don't want to stray too far, but there will be a Hurricane Maggie 2 show, y'all. So keep around. My mom wants to do it already, but I've been uh, kind of focused on other shit, and uh, I, de- I definitely want to get this show down with you, James. So thank you, man. You know, in the Gnostic text, dude, uh, and according to the um, writings on you know, the hieroglyphics in the ancient Egypt um, that were translated by both Dr. Xavier York and Yosef Ben. You ever heard of these guys? Nah. I'll school you later. Guys, go look it up if you can remember those names or, you know, Yosef Ben and Dr. Xavier York, two respectable African-American professional hieroglyphic ancient Egypt studiers did archaic studies, man. Their, their studies and the things they translated still are not spoken of in, in public schools and shit and should be. Because, wow, it, it is like that. And half the shit that fucking Glenn Benton's singing about has a deeper root, you know, because it really comes off of those hieroglyphics. I studied it with uh, older, there. by the time I had studied them, most of the stuff that they had translated came out in the uh, mid-70s to the uh, mid-80s. Oh, yeah. And they still did seminars and stuff, but that was kind of the beef of it, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and... You know, Peter's parchment and all that shit that they used on the History Channel, that was taken from, like, those guys directly without them even getting credit. But they're the ones that translated that shit. Uh, But um, Peter's obituary, it's written in Egyptian, dude. Even though the brother wasn't Egyptian, okay? Like, that's where they just took everybody. And you were still buried and consecrated in Egypt if you were around the Roman Empire. Your body was transported that long-ass way. You were given an obituary. Those laws still remained. 
even through the concourse of the fucking uh, Roman Empire. And during that time, Peter would have went off and he would have hooked up with these pagans named the Cat Holistics. And when you put those two words together, you get Catholic. But the Cat Holistics were these pagans. They were like pagan rednecks, bro. They were kind of just like fucking Glenn Benton. And they were like these guys who like, you know, uh, were using cat oils and shit like that. Uh, which is like the, uh, kind of a trick in of itself, you know, because uh, you had to use a fat cat to get oil out of it. You couldn't get oil out of a skinny cat. And there was something to that, that they were using for magic. Peter knew this shit. He teamed up with them. They started the Catholic Church. And when Peter fucking realized that how it was the abomination of Satan, which is what Glenn Benton is actually praising is the Catholic Church and doesn't realize it because the Catholic Church is the most satanic union on the fucking planet, bro. It beats Satan's not hanging out in the first church of Satan. The only thing hanging out with the first church of Satan is Instagram pics and a bunch of overinflated egos. The only, and the only thing hanging out with fucking the Catholic Church is the exact demons. And it's even the name of, uh, Diaz, or of, of Glenn Benton's uh, album. What's it called? Amon? Yeah. Okay, that's a demon that has been fooling everybody in, the, in all the churches up to date. You know how he does it? How? He's, he's, you'd say the prayer. And then you say amen at the end of it, you're saying Amon. Amen is a way of saying those who praise Amon. So every time you say amen at the end of the prayer, it reverses it. That's why no prayers get answered. I shit you not. I learned that from a witch a long time ago. I didn't know that. Uh huh. Wow. And. That's Amon as a demon working through the Catholic Church. Peter, according to the Gnostic, uh, the Gnostic text, he tried to run away from it. And he ran down the road, and Jesus appeared like a sixth time after he had died already. And it's like not, it's not in the Bible. And he told Peter, he's like, nope, go back and face it, dude. You started this shit mess. You're going to fucking die in it. And he did. He went back, and they knew he tried to run away, so they had him up inverted with his arms broken, buried upside down. He's still under the, the statue of St. Peter to this day. That's satanic. Absolutely, it sure is. That's completely satanic. That's, so that sign on your head is authentic. It's more authentic on a satanic end than what Glenn Benton's got the, uh, the average upside down cross, which is really just a later on 13th century rebellion against it because everybody was tired of Pope St. Innocent's ass fucking coming around, fucking killing everybody. The Inquisition, 1138, that's when they created torture devices. Boy, they had some mean ass torture devices back then. Some of them things they got on display in the museums. Lord. You know where the torture device uh, museum is, by the way? Where? Alton, Illinois. Boy, they get the truth out of a motherfucker quick back in them days. <laughs> Sit you down in that goddamn chair of spikes and get you to talking fast as a motherfucker should. Motherfucker. You, you're fucked. And you know, the whole thing. Hey, man. It's like this. Now we breach into. Black metal, because now that if if what I said was true, which you don't have, nobody has to believe that shit. You can go do your own research and see that exactly what I said is out there. At least, at least yeah. you find it's out there. You don't have to believe it, but you'll find that it's there. Yeah, and it's yeah, backed by credible resources, man. You know like how you and I talked yesterday, and I mean, I want people to hear me say this, like, so they can, so they can understand for themselves, like. There's bands that I know that, like, members, like, such as Burzum and Graveland 
did they harbor like right wing beliefs and in their personal life? I mean, I could care less what they do in their personal life. In their music, they don't talk about that in their music. They um they keep it out of their music. I mean, it's kind of weird that it's like because it's almost like two different worlds, but I don't know, like. I'm definitely not somebody that will sit down and listen to Screwdriver. Like, <laughs> like yeah, like, let's um, smoke a joint or damn drink a bottle of this. <laughs> definitely not of that way of thinking. But sometimes people get it twisted because, oh, if you listen to Burzum, you must be a Nazi. You've got it all wrong. Like, I listen I listen to Burzum because of the music, not because I'm a fan of Mark Bikerness. Like, I'm a fan of his music. I'm, I don't. I could care less, like, what he does in his free time. He's a moron. <laughs> All you have to do is watch interviews. Man, just watch interviews with him on YouTube. I mean, like, he does not, I don't think he has a clue what he's talking about. You know, I feel that way about most of these cats. You know, they're just, they're kind of out to lunch. They huff too much fucking drugs. You know they weigh like a buck ten soaking wet. I mean, these guys are, like, not... They're, you know, they're not these big dudes, man. You know, uh, they're kind of like these white entitlement fucking brats coming out of fucking, you know, Europe with some kind of luxurious fucking. They're kind of like Loki with that fucking my glorious purpose, you know, and, and it's like, you know, uh, going after the, the church and all that. But when you think about it, God would have inadvertently used the wrath of the abuse from the church, which was justified on that end, uh, to have it, you know, kind of burnt down through these uh, black metal, you know, kids. I don't think they realized they were working for God. Maybe if they did, they might not have burnt them down. And if, and if they were really satanic, they just joined the church and try to get into the highest levels of clergy because you can't, here's the deal. You can't be a part of some international sect that world that has like five million churches on the fucking planet, bro, and have all these people all over the fucking planet and the environment around them suffering. That it doesn't add up, and it's not what God wants. Yeah. No. Anybody with fucking common sense that believes knows that that's bullshit. See, you know what's crazy? Like, I mean, you can't give a fucking just to wrap it up. On that, on that, before you start, you know, you can't just give a fucking banquet dinner or a fucking feed somebody once a month and all this shit and think that you're fucking, you got these entitlement rights and all this shit when there's nothing but blood going all the way back for centuries. Man. The open secrets we live in, man, you know. Thousands of years. I know, thousands of fucking years. Well, we're, talk, we're talking 2,000 years with the, both Christian and Catholic churches. Because before that, before that, the, it was the Book of Enoch, man. Yeah. And, you know, that was a book that nobody was really paying attention to during the Roman Empire. It, had, it was like some shit that was outdated. People couldn't even read half the time. So, you know, the Roman Empire just fucking had it rooted out. And when they went ahead and they did the Christian Bible, they completely cut out the Book of Enoch. Because by the time you get to the, the part with who begat who, the whole Book of Enoch should be in there, and then it should continue who begat who. Because technically that's what happened. But you'll only find these teachings about Metatron in the Jewish book. Uh... Uh, there's. I don't even think there's even like that kind of mention about Enoch necessarily in the Quran. I could be wrong, but in the definitely in uh, the American Christian society, you know, which is really what it is. It's a. It's this white American shit still. It, yeah, you, yeah, you got the white American shit part. Right? That's what it is. It's white American shit. They're wearing MAGA hats. You know, they're fucking getting ready to go to Walmart again. Because it's the fifth time today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good Lord, the fifth time today. Motherfuckers just living there, dude. You can tell they just squatting there and shit. 
some guy's like hanging out by the TV. You know, he's got a sleeping bag down on the ground. Motherfucker's <laughs> 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 just like, fuck, I'll just, I, I already know I'm going to be living here anyway. Got to sign out with a bucket of cup. Free rent. You know, there's a subway in there if you get hungry. <laughs> you know, Jared. Oh, we don't, you know, <laughs> the whole thing's satanic, man. Really, it, the whole thing is, dude. Even with, uh, even with fucking uh, uh, going back to Glenn Benton, because I like picking on that guy, but the Glenn Benton versus uh, Bob Larson. I'll play a sample of that again, like I said. Somewhere in here, if I haven't already. Christ is dead. Exactly. You don't know that? Crawl under an underpass. Dig a hole and pull the roof right yeah. over you. They're uh, brain dead. You're brain I'm not brain dead. I'm First telling you. Last victims of the holy. Preach your holy lies. Laugh at divination and we all will be dead. Inscripted is you who will die. One of your songs, no doubt. It's called Holy Deception. It's about people like you, Bob. Are you demon-possessed? Of course. You want them? Of course I do. Or they wouldn't be here. They come to kill and destroy you. They're not going to destroy me. I'll die just like you. No, you said you're going to commit suicide. You never know, Bob. <laughs> I love you and care about you. Yeah, sure you do. I love living my life this way. And nothing you'll say or anybody else on this planet will say to change my mind about the way I feel. So you will save Bon Jovi or somebody like that. <laughs> you're not going to save me. Bon Jovi. Would you mind me saying a prayer for you? Go ahead. I want to hear it. It's funny. <laughs> and you say your lord is dead. What did you say? Now, now, Glenn, when you, when you, when you use profanity. By the time I go back and record this shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, man. He, uh, that whole thing is staged. You know, Bob Larson is a is an actor. He's an actor, televangelist. You guys can go look that guy up, too. Out of Denver, Colorado. Hey, well, wait a minute. I don't know if you know this or not, but um, between, between the time it was after the second... BSI's second album came out, and before Once Upon the Cross came out, um, Bob Larson actually made a remark about, he actually made like a real crude comment like about about Glenn Benton, like, and raising his child and stuff like that, like, and wrongly, like, accused him, like, of, like, doing satanic rituals with him and all this crazy stuff, and, like, and Glenn Benton, like, actually wrote the song Kill the Christian, like, and dedicated it to Bob Larson. Like. Yeah, but you don't think that was all staged already? Nah, I don't think that's, I don't think that was staged at all, man. <laughs> I do, was, I do, man. That was, that was, that was clean out of the pool, like, I don't know. I don't know, bro. I mean, sometimes things appear like that, but if something that they know can make attention and money towards themselves... They'll fucking, uh, they'll get on the bandwagon. If they both are complimenting, if the enemies compliment each other, it's the Batman and the Joker thing. Hey, but you know that there's certain countries, like, where they can't even play that song, bro, like. <laughs> That's cool. Because if you listen to the song, like, if you read the words to the song, like, you can clearly tell that, like, he's, like, talking to, he's talking to Bob Larson, like, he's directing every word at him, like, in that song, like. I feel like they met each other online. They probably talked like fucking 
business dicks in real life. And then they put on these fucking faces in front of guys like me and you. That's what I think. I don't think, because they're businessmen, dude. I think it's absurd to think that they're not. And because Bob Larson, man, the guy's been around for fucking 50 years. And I'm pretty sure it was him that called Glenn Benton. And was like, how, how would you like me to make you famous in a way, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they planned it out. And then he, and then in front, so that the public found out somehow, paparazzi style, right? Yeah, uh, you know, hey, he said this shit about Glenn Benton. Well, you know, they already talked about it. That's what he was supposed to do. That's what I'm saying. They just, they're just there to make each other famous, dude. I promise you, that's exactly what the, that's how, that's how Hollywood works, man. That's how it works. These guys are established. Glenn Benton's been around for fucking 30 years. Fucking Bob Larson for like 50 years. Longer. They know what they're doing. How many albums has Glenn Benton sold? Millions. Mm, I don't know about millions. Probably maybe like mm. a couple of million. Like that might be, that might be stretching it. I don't know. I don't think so. They don't sell, definitely black metal bands don't sell nowhere near as many albums as like mainstream pop music. Like, in America, in America. I like the album Scars the Crucifix, now that right there is sold over a million. America's fluctuated with how fucking weak it's become being dedicated to true metal, man. You know what? Let's, let me see something. Let me look that up. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't hang up. Oh, of course not. I would like to see the stats on that. I bet Rio de Janeiro is fucking probably more metal than America. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. With that's many Iron Maiden fucking shows as Iron Maiden's played their man shit, man. unheard of for, um, for a death metal band. It just seems like they, they got more power than that even. Maybe I'm just giving them more credit than maybe their time had passed than that. But I feel like they did hit some level, man. That was freaking pretty much global. You know, my point, though, being is they're powerful enough to where people know who the fuck they are, uh, whether they listen to the music or not. You know, um, there's plenty of hate groups that are still like PMRC against Glenn Benton and against the other people that are expressing their art. <laughs> and in this sense, uh, Bob Larson and Glenn Benton are artists. And it's their right to produce this kind of chaotic madness. But when you listen to the shows, they're definitely produced. And if they got a producer, that means they got a license agreement, dude. You know, there's no way in fuck Glenn Benton would ever like Bob Larson put his shit on his show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without some kind of licensing and making some kind of revenue off of it. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that's how you know. But that's their right as artists, too. Well, they feel that way outside of that. I'm sure that they resemble some kind of mockery of what they really uh, both are. Like I said, if Glenn Benton was truly satanic, he'd be a pope. Or he'd be some high-ass clergy fucking dick in the Catholic Church. Because that's the most satanic union on the fucking planet right now. Yeah. And, you know, it, it makes whatever is emulating evil look pretty tame, comparably, comparable in standards. And the church and state are still the same fucking bullshit that every fucking punk and metalhead should be against still. I don't see it necessarily. I see a lot of compliance, especially during the, uh, the virus. Yeah. You know, what What better way, you know? But you got those links I sent to you guys, right? Yep. 
And uh, you, so you can surgically extract that shit, I guess, if you wanted to. But you just got to have a fucking strong enough uh, magnet. And to people listening to what I'm, I'm saying right now, not to, that you might be lost, uh, I did do uh, research. It was from a Christian fundamentalist guy. Um, the video clearly shows uh, people um, downloading a QR app. What they did was they downloaded a QR app, and what that does is it can read barcodes. Yeah. They put it up to people who had just been vaccinated, and they were able to read a barcode through the skin. Uh, they're call, they call it graphene oxide. It's a metal alloy. It's broken up into 15 billion nanoparticles containing uh, information, which yeah. bonds into the blood. That's why these people are dying of blood clots and all this other shit. You know, I've been doing this fucking show for almost two years, dude. And I think, you know, well, it's a year and a half. Right at a year and a half solid, uh, pretty much next month. Uh, and I've heard so much shit about it. And to have seen that video, and I know that guy's not lying. And the video shows these people uh, from all over the place putting the fucking QR app up to up to their, you know, where they were uh, vaccinated. And it read a number to them. And they were a number. Yeah. And that's what it is, right? Number of the beast? Yep. I guess if you're talking about this physical fucking thing. My, the only reassurance I can give you, Jamie, being spiritual, because I know you are too, is that you can enjoy your black metal and your DSI, bro. That's fine, man. You know what, dude? The levels of what's in the heart are really the only thing that really matters. That's all that matters. And... I think that's the compliance that we're going to come out to uh, both on being both on the same page. But the, um, you know, the one thing was, you know, I'm Gnostic. So I, <laughs> the flesh is dead. It's not a lot. It's simply not allowed into the spirit world. It stays behind. Whether you cremate it or bury it or whatever. It's, it doesn't go. It stays here. Yeah. Uh, that part is for sure. But the fucking, uh, the thing is, is if people who realize this and they have gotten it and they are spiritual, it's like I, I say to them, the few people that hear this show, because, <laughs> you know, I don't got the big rouster numbers, man. You know, I might have like 20 people tops listen to a show these days without how much shit's going on, you know? But uh, to those people that hear it, I would say, and if you're spiritual, don't worry about it. It doesn't determine that you're going to hell or anything. That's a flesh thought, man. The flesh dies. If you get the virus, fuck it. It's what's in the heart, man. That's all that's going. And that's the only reassurance I can give to everyone, not just you, but to myself and everyone, that that's closer to the reality that the creator would like to see in us than any of these faulty fucking bullshit, fucking realistic, you know, obstacles like churches and shit that create monsters like Jim Jones at the beginning of the fucking show here. Yeah. Uh Hmm. And all the way up, man, you know, and Glenn Benton's a monster and Bob Larson's a monster. But the difference between them is they're artists. I don't even see Bob Larson as a fucking preacher. That guy's a fucking performance artist, dude. And if you go back and listen to this shit way before Glenn Benton, it's pretty hysterical, man. Uh, Trust me, I've listened to him before. Very melodic. Yep. And you can see how well it just, it fits so well with Glenn Benton's fucking like Wrath against this fucking moronic fucking honky. 
to have to write a song that got banned in fucking 10 countries. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. I mean, you know, that's art. That's art. Church is not an art. Church is a satanic fucking fouled ass fucking bullshit excuse to fucking manipulate people on the levels that they know consciously God does exist. And, you know, the maturity is just not there, man. You know what I'm saying? The maturity of understanding God, that shit's not there. People yeah, aren't... You're right about that. You're absolutely they right. They don't want to talk about that shit. It's uncomfortable. It's fucking... They've been abused by it. Hell, man, I'm making... I make. I got a show fucking going right here. <laughs> because, you know, half of... A, a, a big half of it was, you know, uh, getting abused by uh, church for me. When I was a kid, I ended up like every other metalhead. There's no way in fuck you'd get me to talk about Jesus or any of this shit, dude. We'd talk about the devil. We could talk about that all day. Yeah. But we ain't talking about Jesus. That shit's abusive. Well, when you look at it, that's satanic. Because fucking, uh, it's Satan and that spirit of the Antichrist that made people go dark to begin with. You know, that was the big trick. Of course you're not going to fall for this shit. But then at the same time, you know, neglecting the fact that there actually is a real creator beyond the one that they're lying about, that's the trick. Because if you don't go looking, you won't find it. Yeah, you're right. He has to find you. She, however you guys want to title it. I'm not trying to be gender biased here, man. The creator is all pronouns. And the creator is all things. And it's that. It's an entity that surrounds us. That's beyond what any church is talking about. I'm telling you, I've been working for this bro for 17 years, man. And not one time has he been majestic or... I'm majestic or I'm fucking royal or any of this shit. It's always man. And so, you know, the rebellion in metal going against them is justified. That's how I see it. The, re the rebellion in metal going against the church is totally validated because the church is satanic. They don't know that they're... <laughs> they think they're praising Satan and going against <laughs> and it's kind of funny and whatever but you know they're really singing against Satan and if they knew that they if they knew that it, it'd make me wonder you know because whenever people try to write Christian metal bro it sucks <laughs> like Striper is the awesome wow. example of how awful Mixing Christian and and religious aspects like that, other than Satanism, into fucking metal does not work. Because all of a sudden you start trying to do this. You know, it's like, I don't want to hear this shit, dude. I want something I can fucking, you know, mosh to. You know, <laughs> you know I, want, I want to see a pit. You want to see that Dia pit, man, you know? With motherfuckers just, that's the wrath of the guy I work for, you know, because he's about sick of all these religious fucking wingnuts bullshit, and these vaccine dummies, and these pedophile motherfuckers, and all of them. He's about tired of all these motherfuckers, okay? You know, look around, it's the end days, dude. This shit's coming to a fucking end. And, you know, you believe, dude. So, you know. No, it's true, man. And, you know, I've been tracking that knee brew still, even though I haven't added on a bunch of episodes I haven't talked about in a while. But it's there. You know, it's definitely. These, <laughs> these planets are real. They coincide with the events that are happening on, on Earth. Only the people that actually... You know, he says the faithful. I'm like the people that actually fucking just know that the creator's there even. They they can see it. 
when everybody else is going to denounce it because they're living in fucking dreamland. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm surrounded by, I got to cut people out all the time, man. Narcissists, fucking <laughs> ego driven motherfuckers. It's like, standing narcissists, what do you mean? Uh, Those are the worst. Good gracious. Oh, well, you know, man. <laughs> they're just, they're full of too much pride. Like, uh, no, no, no. I know I'm a little fucked up in the head, but not that damn much. <laughs> no, there's, there's this shit line, right? It's like this shit line established in morality. Level of whatever, fucking morality. Whatever their definition of morality is, I don't know. <laughs> Hey man, people should be fucking concerned that they might be wrong that there's not God. You know, that's what I'd be like. Well, I wouldn't want to write it write it out totally, you know what I'm saying? Especially after fucking seeing how stupid the church is. You know? They're using the creator against you. Because they do the bad things in there. You know you're not going to be down with that shit. You know? Yep. It's fucking evil. You know? I, uh, I've been sitting on Catholic Mass the last two times because I work with Mother Mary. And I work with Mary Magdalene. And I have been since 2017. We're on mission. And I, I go there to talk to them. So I'll sit in at the tail end of the mass. And then I get a free donut and a black coffee. I sit outside and fucking drink the motherfucker and eat it. And then I get the fuck out of there. I don't talk to nobody. You know? I did a show with the priest there. And yeah. talked about pedophilism. That's coming up. Uh, and, he, and he was very straightforward. And you gotta remember, like, not everybody in the church are these evil goons, but they're in a, a church that is filled with evil goons and they know it. And that's the thing. Yeah. They'll come up with excuses of why, you know, how that's corrupt, but they'll keep going. They'll still, they'll still call themselves a Christian or a Catholic or whatever, you know, uh, but they know that there's blood on it. And they don't do the research to see where the corruption of those titles came from. Like I said, man, Catholic, cat holistic. The use of uh, black magic with uh, felines is the thing that started the, is the base solid mustard seed of the Catholic church. That's, Satanic. And, you know, Christmas, that's bullshit. <laughs> and I hate people that are all, like, fucking, you know, just like, oh, I'm into the spirit of it, da, 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 da. It's like, yeah, you should just be feeling that all the time. And you know when you get to Christmas, you'll still, like, be helping out people and, da, da, you know, and you'll still say Merry Christmas or whatever. Or if they're Muslim, you won't. Yeah. Uh, depending, you know, um, but you know, you're still going to be there for people regardless. Yeah. And that's something you can't put a title on. All right, man, we have come to the end of the show. Jameside, are you happy with this metal, uh, spirit review show thing we did? Absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was pretty fucking to the point on some shit. Definitely was. Well, thank you for being here. Guys, thank you for being here to the people of New Orleans. I will be coming to volunteer. I did talk to my friend Nate today. Uh, I became friends with off this MTV episode that I fucking yanked down. Uh, how I got catfished by catfish. And I talked to Nate today after two months of this shit. And to the people that uh, are listening and wondered what the hell happened to that episode. I will come back and I will re-release it in a certain way.
But I did tell them today that, yes, I will come to MTV and I will be on the show, Catfish, to talk about the specific severity of this particular case that I went through. And I said, as long as I got the right to do that, we can go ahead. And I said, also, if I disappear two weeks after that, you'll know why. (laughs) You know, because it is dealing with uh, UFO shit. And I know how bizarre that all that sounds, guys. I can't wait to finally come to this point in the sixth season, which we're fucking coming up on. We're probably already in it. I don't know. Who knows? I I thought 24 episodes. I'll let you know when the sixth season actually starts. How about that? Yep. Otherwise, James, I thank you, brother. You're a fucking wonderful person. You got a great heart and you're spiritual. And it's not about what we do to the flesh necessarily. No, and before we before we end this, people just need to know we need to treat each other with the same with the same equalness as human beings, like regardless of what we believe in in our private lives, and especially like the like the the young ones, the the children. We need to empower them with positive, positive thinking and positive examples of how to be good people. And that's coming from somebody that I believe in God, but hey, whatever. I listen to black metal, death metal, old school hip hop, old school country, and whatever. And it's all right. That's really what it's all about. If we're going to empower anybody ourselves empower the youth to be to be good to be good and to to grow up like respecting each other and and their elders and being good people that's that's what this world should be about and if you haven't you know heard the hype the hopi high priest saying it take merit in all that you do and not the good and that's the riddle i leave everybody on tonight i want you to dig deep Bring me back your homework tomorrow. <laughs> Jamie Side, you take care out there. Hold on the line. Gonna wrap it up. Beer in our great tasting seltzer, so we're gonna <clears throat> up the logo. Alright. Alright, Jamie Side had to go do his fucking laundry. <laughs> Dirty laundry. I guess that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, this shit's fucking staged out, man. You know, I know a lot of metalheads want to believe that guys like Glenn Benton are legit in their fucking satanic crusades. But it's about as fucking retarded as fucking thinking that Bob Larson is legit in his fucking holy crusades. Same difference. Although I will listen to metal before I'll listen to fucking Bob Larson's fucking bloated, fucking holy smoked ass. That's for damn sure. If you want a good laugh, though, go check out the old Bob Larson talking about fucking uh, (laughs) Elvis. Bob Larson versus Elvis. (laughs) That shit's fucking classic, dude. And he went up against everybody. Necro Butcher. If you guys don't know who that is, go look at that. Bob Larson takes on Necro Butcher. And he fucking slammed Slayer on their last fucking tour. So Glenn Benton did not kill that motherfucker. Glenn Benton's a fucking pussy. Sorry to tell you. How do I know this? Well, (laughs) long ago when I was getting signed on to Napalm Records America with a band called Wicked Innocence. Glenn Benton supposedly had come to Denver to kill Bob Larson at that time. (laughs) It didn't happen. Not only that, but Glenn Benton ended up fucking getting shredded by the band fucking Wicked Innocence. And he came out after they got done shredding his ass and Glenn Benton callously said, our management sent us the wrong equipment. We'll just shred right through this shit so we're not going to play. No shit. 
I threw my fist in the air. And I said, you're letting down the kids. Riot, riot, riot. I didn't think anybody would take it serious, but they did. And about 200 motherfuckers just out of their minds couldn't believe Glenn Benton's fucking little Scooby-Doo ass fucking said this shit. Started ripping this place down with their bare hands. It was complete blasphemy. Blasphemy. <laughs> Tonight's fucking uh, weed is brought to you by some shit that they call gas out here. Smoking that fucking gas. Don't smoke all your weed, Jamie. We are. We are with weed and shall smoke again. Dude. <laughs> this shit's absurd. What's the difference between the spirit and the flesh? Things are not quite what they seem. There is a creator, guys. He's not judging you for listening to Deicide. But he might be judging you if you fucking try to cock-block people's entrance into fucking heaven by telling them they're gonna go to hell. Stay tuned for the next episode. What the fuck? You've been listening to Adam RMD, GED, Underground Cartoon Therapy.